0: I'm Cassandra Cusino, your girl, the sports Nisa, and this is Levels, uh, your weekly live combat sports streamcast, I guess that's what it is. Um, in a little bit, we're going to introduce our guests, but first of all, just wanted to say thank y'all. The world is a little bit crazy right now, and so we always appreciate the fact that anybody wants to sit down and listen to what we have to say um, is very much so appreciated. So, We have a very interesting and live show for you today. Uh, Coming up in just a couple of weeks is going to be the 2020 and 2021 International Women's Boxing Hall of Fame Inductions. It's got to be a double ceremony because, you know, COVID, 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 COVID um and because of that uh the hall is doing some things that might be a little bit different this year out in las vegas at the orleans so i'm going to introduce miss amy green who is the publicist for the international boxing hall of fame and amy is someplace in central time let's find out where she is hey there amy
1: hey how are you
0: (laughs) now you're in central time is it oklahoma that you're
1: yes yes i am i'm in southwest oklahoma
0: very nice. So we have another guest um, as well, Miss Wanda Countess. Um, Wanda is one of the very few female matchmakers out there. I can probably count on like three fingers um, who they actually are in the boxing world. So um, we're going to bring Wanda into. and We're going to have a really good discussion on not just the Boxing Hall of Fame, but women's boxing as well. So let's see where you at, Miss Wanda. Hey, so we actually have the whole country represented. I'm on the West Coast. Amy's on the, in the middle of the country. And Wanda is kind of in the panhandle, kind of-ish, uh, in Florida. So we're on every single time zone. That's how women do, right?
2: We got, we do it all.
0: We do. So, Amy, let me start with you. Tell me about the boxing, Women's Boxing Hall of Fame, um, what it aims to do, and when is the next induction?
1: The next induction is in two weeks. Time's flying. It's going to be
0: yeah.
1: August 14th at the Orleans in Las Vegas. There will be 24 inductees due to the pandemic. We're including 20 in 2021. It was created by Sue Fox, who created the Women's Boxing Archive Network, known to everybody more or less as WBand.com.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so it's an international Hall of Fame, correct? So there's not just women's
3: boxing. Yes.
0: Anybody coming from uh, other countries to attend the ceremony?
1: Not due to COVID restrictions, but they have previously.
0: Mm-hmm. How are you going to handle that? Like, will they be on screens or are their pre-recorded acceptance?
1: Wanda, has Sue given those details out
2: yet?
0: Uh, can't hear you, ma'am. Can you hear her, Amy, or is it just
2: me? I'm sorry. No, Amy Sue knows. has not given us that information as of yet. Um, however, we know that there will probably be a mass mandate.
0: Of course, yeah.
2: Yes, so we are just playing it by ear right now with all the things that are changing in the world. So we're just playing it by ear. Yeah,
0: we're just- it's, uh, <laughs> it's August 14th, correct? Yes. So um, the governor actually just issued a mask mandate for Clark County. So yeah, folks, uh, get you a mask that that matches your outfit.
2: Of course. Absolutely.
0: uh, Wanda, tell me your role with the Hall of Fame and how you got into boxing.
2: Well, I got into boxing in 2003. Um, I decided to do an all-female show in Washington, D.C. Someone told me that I couldn't do it. (laughs) And I said I could. Why did they tell
0: you? Because,
2: well, at that time, you know, it was a male predominantly sport and wasn't a lot of women. They only knew about Layla Ali, Christy Martin, those kind of things. Um, there weren't a lot of women doing matchmaking at that time or promoting. Um, so I decided, you know, you can't tell me that I can't do it. So I'm going to do it. Um, the crazy part about it is my first show, I did not have enough. Someone got sick and had to pull out. So I had paid for everything. I had bought two girls from Sweden in to be on the show and the show didn't go. So at that time, I lost $25,000 right then and there.
0: I thought you were gonna say then, you decided to fight. You <laughs> because 25 G's on the line. Uh, I'll take the earrings out and we figure it out.
2: <laughs> yes, so I decided, you know, I talked to the owner of the club at that time and he said, how long does it take for you to do this all over again? I said, I can't do it again. I can't afford to lose that kind of money. And he said, we'll, the club will promote it for you. And in three months, no, I'm sorry. In three weeks, we got things together. The following month we had the show and it was a success. That was the start that I knew this is what I wanted to do.
0: I think matchmaking is kind of like this wizardry that happens in boxing that not a lot of people are clear on. Like what, what is it exactly?
2: Well, matchmaking is knowing your competition. It's being able to match the competition. Um, no one likes to see mixed matched fights, especially with women. And I can honestly say, and I know Amy can vouch for me, I pride myself in honest matchmaking. And I think our shows had some of the best fights you ever wanted to see. Cassandra, there were
1: nights when Wanda and I worked on shows together that would be up late at night, going back and forth through BoxRec, looking here, looking there, researching here, doing this and that. So it wasn't just random oh, let's just put these girls together. You had to put a lot of thought behind it because you already had people thinking, eh, yeah, women's boxing, come on. So you had to show them quality from the very first minute their toe touched the canvas.
0: I would imagine in those days, it was even more difficult because you didn't have YouTube. I, if you needed footage, you'd go get somebody's VHS tape somewhere.
2: Yeah, we, we did a lot of research um, we became very familiar with who they were in partners with, um, you know, what kind of fighter they were. And it's a learning process and it takes a while, but we managed and, and it was phenomenal. I wouldn't give it up for the world. Ever how it happens.
0: Amy, <laughs> so there are some women who, uh, who are going in. Tell me a couple of the women who are going into the hall of fame this time around.
1: Okay. I've got the list right here, just in case you asked. Um, there is a Lifetime Achievement Award for Barbara Butrick, who started in the 40s. Um, you're gonna be looking at from 2020, you will have Sharon Años, Lisa Brown, 2021, you're gonna have Jojo Wyman, Bonnie Mann, Dora Weber, Alicia Ashley, who is internationally one of the premier fighters ever. Mm-hmm. Female fighters, <laughs> ever. Um, and then you have Isra Gigra from 2020. I mean, there's just 24 <laughs> of the most choice people you could find.
0: Is it 12? I mean, it seems like it's a big class for both years. Um, they're not usually that big. How come there were so many going in? COVID. Well, not just because it's combined, but it seemed like even if it was, if you just took the 2020 uh, inductees, for instance, it seemed like it was a pretty big class.
1: There usually are 10 to 12, and there may have been a couple more, but nobody anticipated having to combine two years.
0: Yeah, what was the biggest challenge of uh, combining the two besides like the logistics of people not being able to come?
2: I think it was just seeing who was willing to participate and in, in knowing or understanding what was going to take place with the whole COVID thing. Um, people didn't want to buy tickets. They didn't want to plan any of that. So we were like balancing or juggling up in the air of what to do, when to do it, how to do it. And fortunately we were able to decide amongst all of us that two years A combination it's going to be exciting and it's going to be worth it and maybe even thinking about doing it every two years from now on
0: Hmm. what would be the benefit you think amy of maybe staggering the inductees
2: you would
1: have a little bit more time to create an event that would be a level up from the next one you would be able Mm -hmm. to ensure Bigger and better sponsors, maybe a bigger, better venue. There's a lot of things that could go with staggering it, but depending on the momentum of this one and the results, I think that's where Sue will make her decision.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, Sue is a little camera shy. Uh, we tried to get her on, and she's like, Nah, you got any. <laughs> so, um, tell me about uh, the founder, uh, Sue Fox. I know she's she's a musician. She's, I believe, former law enforcement. Retired
1: Um, law enforcement. She started boxing in 74. Well, we were all in... I was in grade school. And she was... She started out with the very first thing that you had to... Nobody cared. They didn't care if you weighed 138 pounds. They grabbed sis off the street. She might weigh 170. And that was how she was thrown
0: in. Yeah, Uh, a lot has changed in women's boxing. I would say even in the past four years, five, six years, really I think the 2012 Olympics really changed a lot of things uh, for women's boxing. Now you had a back-to-back gold medalist and you had actual names and social media. Wanda, what else do you think has changed for the good uh, in women's boxing since you started?
2: well i think the publicity has skyrocketed um and you know with the talent that's out here today it's more serious the price tag has grown mm-hmm.
0: you
2: know mm-hmm. money the money is you know and and clarissa shields she set the bar for the money you know um people are going for the $20,000 fights and you know, that wasn't heard of, still so I am sorry. It is still too low, but. Yes, but it, we've come a long way. Yeah. You know, we were at, if, if we got $2,000, $3,000, 5,000 was reaching for the sky. But now when you say 25,000, 50,000 for a woman, I love it.
0: How does that get split up Wanda? So let's say you have to pay a fighter, $2,000. Who's she paying?
2: She's paying her trainer. She's paying her cut man. She's paying anyone who helped along the way. She's paying her taxes if she's Mm -hmm. smart. (laughs) Yeah. And she's paying for a lot of things that happen in training for maybe those two months, three months. She's in charge of taking care of all of that.
0: So you kind of have to be a business person as well to be a professional athlete, especially a boxer, right? Because everybody depends on you.
2: Exactly, exactly. And the one thing that I I do, I, I hate the fact that a lot of the fighters are not business people. They rely on other people to handle their finances. And I just really think that there should be some kind of class for women anyway. Well, boxers period. period. I hate the fact that fighters go into a ring and risk their life. And they are broke in 10 years. There are a lot of fighters that made millions of dollars. And they file bankruptcy, or they're broke. You know, people don't understand this is not a lifelong career. It could be stopped at be, with any punch.
0: Especially what we saw with COVID, uh, people weren't able to get a fight, and so you had boxers picking up any job that they could land. You know, landscaping, yard work, working down at the supermarket, whatever they could. Mm-hmm. Uh, Amy, you mentioned the fact that, you know, pay equity is still not what it needs to be. Clarissa might command $500,000 to $800,000 for um, a fight, but most women are not. And what's happening is they're finding other ways to make money, whether it's off of their brand or it's in MMA. What do you make of the crossover fighting, and um, do you think that it can be sustained? Um. I don't think so.
2: And the reason that I don't is because you have to be some kind of special woman to fight without those gloves. Mm -hmm. And I just think personally, I don't like it. I think it's dangerous. Um, You take a risk. And if you decide to do both MMA and boxing You're really taking a serious risk.
0: Sienna takes a a very special athlete. Amanda Serrano is is, um, finding success. Of course, Clarissa had to get it out the mud uh, to win that PFL uh, debut, uh, but she certainly did. Um, Amy, what do you think women have to do to continue to raise that pay scale?
1: You have to, I mean, it's, it's consistently raised the bar. I mean, you have to. Is it just fighting? No, it's not just fighting. I think that your your image helps a good little bit, a good a lot, because you have to have the one the crossover appeal. You have to have somebody that's just as at home in the ring as they are. Uh, you know, in in a, in a, in a national ad campaign.
0: Yeah. I mean, you see someone like Ebony Bridges, who is really smart. Um, You know, people see the bikini at the weigh-in and I think they get it twisted. Um, She's building a brand, whether you're a good girl, bad girl, controversial um, or not. It being brand conscious is actually something that is a smart thing to do in boxing.
1: You know, you can take skills. You could go into movies, stunts, whatever. You know, Holly Holm has done a movie. Gina Carano, even though she's MMA, she's been in a couple of movies. There's some things that you can do. I mean, there's it's unlimited, really. You just have to be able, like with boxing, to find an angle.
0: Wanda, what are you still old school about? And what are you glad about that has progressed in the sport?
2: Say that again. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah. What do you still feel like you're old school about? And what are you glad that has progressed in the sport?
2: Well, number one, I'm glad that the finances have progressed. Just not a lot, but they have progressed. Old school, I like um, equal competition.
0: Hmm. You don't think that's happening as much nowadays? No. Why do you think that Hmm. is?
2: Um, I just think it's a lot of people because they're not getting work, they're taking whatever. Hmm. And to me, it's diminishing the sport.
0: Are they taking whatever, you know, people get really um, uncomfortable with the term fighter development. We have to develop fighters you can't take fighter from one fight and then put them in with somebody who's had 37 fights it doesn't make any sense um but there is a logical and i would argue that what happened with deontay wilder for instance is like there was fighter development people want to call it tomato cans but you got to see what you got um, along the way so Is there fighter development happening or is the matchmaking such that you want to make sure that your your star or the A side continues to look good?
2: Well, I think it's a little of both. Um, You want to make sure your star continues to look good, but you also don't want the crowd to be unpleased with the talent. Mm -hmm. You know, um, the crowd likes for the underdog to be a little good you know they don't want to see a tomato can especially with the women they don't want to see that they love a good woman's fight they
0: want to see some sort of a a healthy scrap that at least first people were uncomfortable with just even watching women getting hit but now they want to get hit a lot (laughs) over and over again um do you think we're going to see three minute rounds
1: i hope not how come I I go back and forth on it. I mean, I know that Wanda and I have witnessed some matches that she made that 30 more seconds, there could have been a belt around somebody else's waist.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So there's the, what does what that extra little bit of time do for you? But also, what does it not do? Because there's urgency. You've got two minutes. Women have to make more happen with less that is exciting.
2: What I I say about that is, I think we should have three minute rounds because if we wanna fight to get the same money, then we gotta do the same things. We just have to be good at it. So that requires more training, more studying, knowing your craft and picking your battles. But in order to stand toe to toe, with this sport, you have to be about the sport. So whatever they're given, you have to give it.
0: And yeah, they're it. definitely gonna have to pay more. Um, you can't pay women the same for a three minute round as you would for uh, a two minute round. I can't imagine you know, anyone really willing to do that. So, But um, I see, so our next guest is actually um, waiting to come in but before I let the two of you go, I wanna ask you really quick, Who's next in the Hall of Fame? Who's on their way?
2: It's it's kind of hard. Um, I've been been in the position of the vice president of the Hall of Fame, and I have been watching the women very closely. It's hard. Um, The pandemic has really hindered a lot of people's careers so i don't know if people are going to continue or stop because they haven't been able to do anything for the past year or the past two years some of them so a- we get a- older we lose our zeal. you know i don't know it's
0: hard is a- there a name that's standing out for you
2: i think that's- she from As potential Hall of Famers. um, Amy, every time I think somebody is going to come, they have another fight.
1: Yes, that's
2: true. She's getting ready to fight.
1: Chevelle Hallback is, is probably should be a Hall of Famer, but she has a fight the week before. She is definitely, absolutely a candidate hands down doesn't me, matter yeah. what level of competition she's always been a top tier
0: i i product. think so there are a couple that stand out for me. Certainly, Clarissa Shields is going to have to be uh, in there, um, Amanda Serrano. And then uh, the woman we've got coming up next is just starting, but, man, she's got all the fire. And that is Sinisa Estrada. So before I bring her out and let you two go, please, uh, one more time for me, Amy, tell me when the uh, International Boxing Women's Hall of Fame event oh. is and where can we get some tickets?
1: www.iwbhf.com for ticket info. You're going to start at 5 p.m. Saturday, August 14th at the Orleans in Las
0: Vegas. Definitely appreciate the both of you. I'm going to see you uh, when y'all get to Vegas. Um, And um, most of all, really appreciate the work that you've done, um, being pioneers in the sport and really just holding it down. When a lot of people found it easier to walk away, you didn't. Uh, you dug in and you fortified the foundation. So, Wanda, thank you very much um, for all that you've done. And uh, Amy, thank you very much. Amy's behind the scenes on a lot of stuff. Y'all just don't know. <laughs> so we actually, we shout out your name quite a bit on um, this show. So thank I you. Stay behind come back we'll be talking to you soon Take yes, care. Ma'am. thank you so
2: much for having us thank you we'll see you
0: right now. and like i had said um we have um someone who i think is making her case very early for being part of the women's boxing hall of fame she's got a little bit uh to go In her career, but man, she's starting with a whole lot of fire. Let me bring in Sunisa Estrada. Hey!
3: Hi, thank you for having me on. How are you? Oh,
0: thank you for coming in. Now, you're on the West Coast, right? You're in California? Yes, California. Okay, okay. I know you've been traveling a little bit, so. Yeah. Um, So happy to have you. I was just talking with uh, two representatives of the International Women's Boxing Hall of Fame. And we were talking about women who made their case already. um, And I put your name in there as someone who's making their way into uh, the Hall of Fame. Is that one of your goals right now? What do you focus on?
3: Uh, Yes, definitely. I feel like that's something that um, would mean the world to me. when my career comes to an end, you know, being in the Hall of Fame, that's I'm, I'm fighting for legacy and 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 for, you know, for greatness. So um, th- it's definitely something that I would, you know, be honored to to be included in one day.
0: You won the world title earlier this year and then you came back in June uh, to fight a tsunami. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, literally uh, the fighters last name is uh, tsunami. Um, why the quick turnaround?
3: Um, you know what? I came out of the my first world title fight, you know, with uh, no injuries, no sort of damage. So I told Golden Boy Promotions, um, you know, let's get right back in there. I'm, I'm ready to get back in there and for another world title. And, and um, you know, I love working with Golden Boy and they've been so amazing and so supportive and, and just trying to do everything they can possibly do to make sure that all of my goals are accomplished Um which is to be uh, multiple world champion in different divisions. So um, our, our plan is to fight for world titles back to back or for unifications. And that's exactly what um, we're going for and what we've been doing this year. So um, I'll be getting in the, back in the ring very soon for another
0: world title. Golden Boy is one of the few promotions that actually has female fighters that it features. I mean, you've got Eddie Hearn, of course, Um, and then top rank sort of kind of, um, as well, when you were looking to sign with a promotion, were you, did you have that conversation with them?
3: Um, yeah, you know what? I remember going into, um, the, my very first meeting when they were going to sign me and, um, they said, you know what? Times are changing and we have to keep up. We have to start signing women because, you know uh women's combat combat sports is becoming a big thing and it's it's i think they just saw the change they saw the change in not only sports for women but um boxing for women and also they saw the change that 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 it created in mma and the movement you know how dana white does an amazing job with his females and having them as main events and um so many females on these main cards and i think you know, uh, Golden Boy, just like they said, you know, times are changing and it's time for them to keep up. And um, that's exactly what they've been trying to do by signing not only myself, but other women as well. And a lot of promoters uh, are now doing that. And it's amazing. It's so awesome to see because growing up, you know, I I always knew I would be in the position that I'm in today, but I just didn't know when or how, because um, I kind of lost faith in, um, in um, sorry, in a in women's boxing you know and i've also been boxing and if it'll ever happen if they'll ever give women a chance and give us a platform that we deserve so to see it all happening now is just the best feeling ever
0: who was the first person who believed in
3: you uh, first person well my, myself of course like i i knew from even before i started boxing i started boxing when i was eight years old but i knew that i had I knew that I was, I guess you can say destined for it. And it's just something that I've always believed in my heart and in my mind that um, I I was born for this and that I would get to where I'm at today. But besides myself, uh, my dad is my biggest, biggest uh, supporter and and someone who's always had faith in me and never allowed me to give up and never gave up on me as well.
0: I bet uh, there were times when um, maybe some other people uh, wondered if this was the thing. For you how did you block them out
3: um yeah i got that so many times and i think uh you know just having having belief in yourself and 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 your vision of what of what your dreams and your goals are and what you want to accomplish i was always just so sure about it so um of course at times it became very discouraging hearing people say that you can or women can't do this or um you know we're never gonna be women are never gonna be televised on and and mm-hmm make good money or, um, you know, that, that woman's boxing would just never be a popular thing. So always hearing that kind of, um, was discouraging at times, but, you know, I just kept, kept believing and just kept fighting.
0: You mentioned MMA, you keeping an eye on the sport too?
3: (laughs) You know Not, not right now. I mean, I have, I love it. It, You know, so fun to watch. Um, but I just have so much to accomplish, uh, first in boxing. I have a lot of, lot more bouts that I want to win. So maybe after my career. We'll see what happens.
0: You staying at one oh five or how's one oh eight look for you?
3: Um I'll I'll be willing to go back and forth to one oh five or one oh eight, whichever um uh whichever fight comes next for me.
0: You know, when when fans hear that, right, it's a three pound difference, right? It doesn't sound like um a whole lot but what is the main difference for you if you were to go up and then coming back down
3: um it's not much of a difference i I mean i would say i feel stronger at 105 just because um i kind of have to try to make that weight you know (laughs) and like fighting out i fought at 112 pounds like many times um because in the beginning of my career, I had to kind of take fights at heavier weight classes. And, you know, I've fought girls who were even bigger than 112. They were bantam weights. And I walk around at 112 pounds. So to fight there kind of, you know, isn't really... It's not really for me because I don't... I I step into the ring the next day at the same weight or or less than 112. So um, that's why I would like to stay at 105 and 108 and uh, collect belts there. But I'm also... Willing to fight at 112 pounds, too, if the fight is right, because I feel like I can uh, uh, win world titles in that division as well, even though I'm much uh, physically smaller.
0: When you won the WBA title, Sergio Moro was going bananas on the broadcast. <laughs> Do you remember what he said to you after you won?
3: Oh, yeah. He said that he was just so proud of me. And, you know, uh, having the same trainer, you know, he's seen me you know, just grow as from a, from a young girl into a woman and, and seeing me from the amateurs to the pros and seeing all the struggle that I've gone through. And, you know, he's somebody that's always been there for me and try to help me as much as possible um, with my career. So I know that was a very special moment for him. And Sergio never gets emotional. He's like a really, uh, cold guy. So to see him get emotional, it was pretty cool.
0: <laughs> yeah, he was super excited. You've had <laughs> other opportunities in the sport too, to actually be behind the mic um, and actually be part of the broadcast. Was that a natural evolution for you or did someone approach you and you were just like, all right, let's try it?
3: Um, yeah, well, broadcasting is something that I've always wanted to do. I think even before I started boxing, when I was a little girl, um, I always wanted to be a newscaster. I would watch the news all the time because I was just fascinated by um, broadcasting. So uh, mm. it, it's, it's just perfect that um, I you know got the call to get the opportunity to commentate for NBC. And it was an amazing experience. It was so much fun. The, the, the whole crew was just, and team was just amazing. So it's something that um, I've always wanted to do and, and I definitely want to continue to do.
0: I I love hearing you say that, that it was something that you liked, you were interested in since you're a little girl, I think. I have two uh, young kids, and as a parent, you watch and see what it is that they're paying attention to, mm-hmm. what they're interested in. Because it kind of does pronounce itself at an early age, and sometimes I think people who care about you get in the way, and they really want to push you towards something else that they think should be your bag. Um, yes. But it sounds like you had a lot of support in your family um, to guide you towards what you were most passionate about and really good at. To when just something you liked.
3: <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I definitely had that support. You know, my my dad was always there pushing me, and then of course, you know, um, my mom was not very uh, happy at all when I first started boxing. And I had over 100 amateur fights, and mm-hmm. I believe uh, she's she had probably only gone to like maybe two of them just because she, you know, was afraid to see me get hit and she kind of just didn't really know much about boxing. So she didn't really um, see my, my my vision for it and my goals and, and everything that I wanted to accomplish. But now as a professional, she is there front row every fight <laughs> screaming her lung, lungs out and uh, she's my biggest supporter now. So it's great to, you know, win over my mom's support after all these years
0: you had over a hundred amateur fights and I'm always curious um growing up when you take up the sport young um when people start finding out that you're a boxer um they try <laughs> they, they do they try it <laughs> like they want to see if you really have hands and um when did that stop it's so true yes I remember in elementary school
3: and in junior high school um and even during high school like I I never wanted to tell anyone that I was a boxer um, because not only because of people wanting to start fights with me, but because I didn't want my friends and, and people to think that I was crazy because when I was a little girl, boxing was, um, you know, an unheard of thing for, for girls and, and women. Um, but, but yeah, I kept it. I tried to keep it a secret as long as I possibly could, but then as I started winning, and winning these national tournaments and things like that, I started to get um, just a lot of publicity. and, and um, Newspaper uh, newspaper news, news writers and reporters wanted to come to this to come to my school. And I remember I did this documentary, and uh, you know, cameras were at my school filming me, so um, huh. I couldn't hide it for long. But I mean, it, it's it's great that I, you know, had that uh success as as an amateur and as a, a young female in the sport
0: mom is uh in the arena screaming your name now
3: oh yes she is
0: <laughs> uh, love that. what would you tell uh young girls who might be interested in boxing like what did you learn along the way that you wish you might have done a little differently early on
3: um you know i would tell any young girl to just go for it you know it's it's so cool to walk into a gym And, you know, I was born and raised in L.A., so there's gyms everywhere. And when I would walk into a boxing gym as a young girl, um, there were no females. I was the only girl walking into the gym and in every single gym. And now you walk into a gym in L.A. and it's packed with little girls and packed with women. So it's just so cool to to see. And, um, you know, I would tell them to just go for it. If this is something that they're really passionate about, stick to it and Work hard and, and don't ever tell anybody that you can't. I mean, don't let anyone tell you that you can't. Um, and if there's something that I would have done differently, um, I don't know. I think I would just try to have more patience because mm-hmm. a lot of times in my career, it was very, uh, very frustrating and very discouraging. And I felt like I lost patience many times. But, um, you know, I would just tell myself to be patient because everything's going to work out just as you plan.
0: How do you handle the pressure?
3: How do I handle the pressure? Um, you know what? I'm, I'm so competitive, and I think like, just, just by tr- by training hard and continuing to improve every fight, kind of. Who
0: keeps just- coming by your house? Why are your dog mad? <laughs> I'm sorry. Dog <if> <laughs> trucks passing by, my dog barks I- at them every time. <laughs> <laughs> my kids have been over here trying to get something out of me for the past twenty minutes. They just don't bark, but they're here.
3: Oh. (laughs) Um, what was I saying about uh
0: the uh handling the pressure? It sounds like you were made for it. Uh,
3: Yeah, I think so. I think so. I think it's just um, I don't know. I don't go into a fight, you know, with with thinking that there's so much pressure. I think Mm -hmm. that's like the first mistake a fighter can do um, is going into a fight constantly thinking of the pressure, the pressure of winning, the pressure of looking great. Um, Like I said, I'm just so competitive that I want to work harder than anyone. And I want to make sure that I'm perfecting my skills. That way when I step into the ring, you know, I don't feel that pressure. I know that I'm 100% prepared and and ready to do my thing.
0: I was talking with Amy and Wanda from uh, the Women's Boxing Hall of Fame about women's boxing making the transition from two to three minute rounds mm-hmm. um is that something that's on your radar just does it matter to you
3: oh yeah big time that's something that i really want to change um you know it's but it's really frustrating because there's a lot of women who don't want to go two minute rounds just because they like two minutes i mean don't want to go three rounds because they like two minutes better because i don't know maybe they feel like they're gonna uh get more tired in three three minute rounds and um, but What's I would, the like, benefit? Benefit. I would I like to do rounds every fight. I feel like the benefit would be, um, you, you're able to be more patient, you're able to use your game plan better and to um set things up. And um, I think it'll bring more knockouts for sure in women's boxing. Do
0: but you train like I said, in three minutes?
3: Um, no, I train too just because you have to get yeah. used to that time, it's it's a mm-hmm. it's a it's a big difference, and um. So I, I do train two minutes and I, every fight that I get I try to um, I try I try to make it three minute rounds but um, I believe when I fought Ortiz um, we couldn't because Texas does not allow women to go three minutes and then for my fight versus Tsunami uh, the WBO and the California State Athletic Commission said that we can do three minute rounds if tsunami wants to but tsunami didn't want to Um, she said she did not want to do three minute rounds and like i even offered to pay her more money out of my own purse and golden boy offered to pay her more money as well and she still said no yeah she looked at you and
0: she was like yeah i let that girl hit me for no three
3: minutes (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i do i do wish that it it changes um but like i said it'll be very hard because a lot of women don't want to do it so um, and I don't care about getting, um, uh, you know, I, I don't say, oh, I'll do three minute rounds only if they pay us more money. Like, no, I want to do three minute rounds because it's, that's boxing. We should be doing three minute rounds. It's just it's, not it's, enough time with two minutes. So I feel it, like, I mean, the money's not the issue for me. It's just
0: getting those three minute rounds. I want to do three rounds no matter what. That's really interesting to hear you say that, um, you can have those discussions with between the promoter and the commission. So it sounds Mm -hmm. like the women who want it to happen just need to keep asking.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Just definitely keep asking and keep pushing for it. And that's something that golden boy uh, promotions uh, has realized. So that's why now they're they're Every time I ask for it, they're trying to push it, trying to push it, but um, it just all depends on, on the the fighter.
0: So now you're on the pound for pound list. Um, (laughs) When it came out, were you expecting it? Did you still need to see your name there?
3: <laughs> it was awesome. It was very, uh,
0: just an amazing feeling to
3: see myself on the pound for pound list. You know, I always knew that uh, it, it would it would happen one day, and, and I'm just working hard to just just continuing to stay on the pound for pound list and, you know, eventually be number one on the pound for pound list.
0: Who are in your mind are the top two or three names in, in the sport?
3: Um, on the pound for pound list, I would say uh, definitely Clarissa Shields because of everything she's accomplished, and Amanda Serrano as well. Um, I feel like the, those mm-hmm. two ladies are, um, you know, the, the most accomplished, and everything that they're they've done, and they're doing for the sport is is amazing. So it's cool to be uh, to see my name on the pound for pound list with them.
0: You think uh, you think Amanda uh, Serrano is getting slighted kind of along the way? I mean, she's done so much. She continues to win. She continues to be dominant. But people still don't seem to speak her name as much as I think they should. When you're talking about the best in the sport.
3: Yeah, I agree. You know, I think I think she deserves to be talked about more. And and um, you know, it's it's just it's very inspiring to see how far she's come you know and and how she never gave up because i mean wow everything she's accomplished and you know now she's barely starting to make the money that she deserves she's barely starting to be seen on tv um and get the publicity that she deserves and it's just crazy that it took all this time you know unfortunately she came up in in the eras and the decades when women's boxing was was dead and and you know, same for me, too, but I feel like, you know, at least like being younger, at least I, I'm able to um, get the most out of it, you know. But it's great that she's still going and she's still she's still trying to accomplish even more. And it's awesome now that, you know, all all, all that she's worked for and all that she deserves is finally paying off for her.
0: Yeah, Amanda, I mean, French on cruise. Yeah. Uh... Disern uh definitely also with uh Golden Boy. I don't even think French on is on the pound for pound list, which is mind blowing to me because she's undisputed. <laughs> so like, oh, that's right. I didn't think about um, that. You're yeah. right. I uh, it is it's a, it's an interesting thing, but you are on there, um, you are on your way, I think, to doing a, a lot more great things faster than a lot of people um uh, uh were counting on for you. So what's next? You're gonna get back in well it's it's august be august on friday Mm -hmm. um get back in this year or what's happening next for you
3: yeah yes definitely this year um i would say by like october i'll be back in the ring haven't um confirmed anything yet but uh that's what we're looking towards is october so i'm excited you know another world title or unification uh so i'm 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 excited and i'm ready to get
0: back in the ring Anybody you want to
3: call out? Um, no, I just want to fight any world champion. Whoever has the title, let's let's do it.
0: Um, before I let you go, um, the bob is working, Mama. Whoever did this cut and this color um, on your hair, it looks <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> I was looking oh, at thank you so uh, much. your Instagram. I like like the little loose waves that they put in there too at sometimes. So um, I like how you're growing taking, you're taking control of your brand and you're growing into who you are as a fighter, but also who you are, um, as a woman and as a person. And it is really great to see that you're not hiding that. Um, yeah. how did you, like, did anybody have to kind of get in your ear and say, you know what, he It's okay. Not to, to be so closed in and be so private, but like, let people know who you are.
3: Yeah, it's it's very hard for me, you know, because I'm not I'm not big with social media. Like I don't really I don't like it, um, but unfortunately, we live in a time where, you know, you you need it, especially if you're in the public eye. And um, I'm very private, and I don't like to share a lot of things. And um, so, yeah, I think uh, you know, just like my my team around me has kind of been um, helping me just be more open to to. To just not being so insecure or closed in, you know. So, um, but I'm trying I'm trying, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely, I I know who I am. I know what kind of person I am, and mm-hmm. um, you know, I just want to just be a hundred percent real to myself and to the fans and to everyone who supports me.
0: Wow, you definitely are. Uh, appreciate your time. Uh, today looking forward to a lot of good things for to come from you um in boxing outside of boxing too i uh, love listening to you on the desk uh, as well tell people where they can find you the most
3: thank you so much um so yes you can follow me on social media at sinisa super and uh stay tuned for my next fight which will be around october time so going for another
0: world title Appreciate you. Thank you so much. Have a great rest of your day. We're gonna see you soon. Thank you. Definitely. Anytime. Thank you so much. Right. Take care. Bye. Oh my goodness. Um, Sinisa Estrada uh, is a name in women's boxing. Um, who is I think mission critical to the success of the sport. She's young. Um, she's very aggressive, uh, and she's talented and she's got room to grow. So we're going to see more. I need my hand get all close to the camera like that. That's, that's the one thing that's annoying about this whole stream thing. Anyway, um, we're going to see things out of, uh, Sinisa's career that are going to be very important for the growth of women's boxing. So bookmark her as somebody you need to go look at her box rack, uh, and google win her next fight she says probably going to be october but keep an eye out for her we started off the the show with amy green and um wanda countess from the international women's boxing hall of fame their event is going to be on saturday august 14th at the orleans in las vegas go ahead and look up the international women's boxing Hall of Fame for more information on them, and if you want to attend that event, if you do want to attend that event, get vaccinated, uh, that's best, uh, but you definitely are going to have to wear a mask here in uh, Clark County, Nevada, if you're going to be indoors, so that's it, that's it for me, I am Cassandra cruzino your girl, these Sports said, thanks for rocking with me. Uh, we've had double swimming lessons here in my house today. Kids had to be there at four. I gotta bring them back uh, in a little bit as well. So, and in the meantime, catching some Olympics. I want y'all to be safe. Um, really concerned about what's going on out uh, in these streets. Do what you can to be safe and, and uh, take care of one another. Uh, don't just take care of your physical um, take care of your mental i keep saying we need to just call mental health health that's what it is it's just health so take care of yourself and take care of one another so uh, for levels I'll get y'all sooner rather than later peace